This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with my very talented son, Anthony Ray. Guys, this show is going to be a personal show about us again. The how, why, when, how we got into dog grooming, is it right for you? And we also got our funny comment segment coming up. We got all that and much, much more when we come back on Groomer Humor. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor, guys. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. Guys, we want to thank you guys for listening to us once again. Uh, We really love doing this show. This show, as we mentioned, is another personal show. Uh, we just feel the need to really express how we got into the uh, the industry, and uh, me in particular, because uh, you know Anthony's kind of you know he's my sidekick. He's like it's it's kind of like Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Great, you know? you're giving me Boo Boo. Couldn't yeah. you just call me Robin? <laughs> God, or but um. It really resonates with us because, again, how people get into this industry is fascinating to me. Uh, as we always mention, I don't think anybody sets out to be a dog groomer. You just become one. And in my story in particular, uh, you got to remember, like, I'm, I'm a product of that early 80s. Let's see. Uh, but, you know, Blondie came out with an album called Parallel Lines, if that means anything <laughs> to you. So <laughs> I was uh, – uh, you know, a product of that party environment in the 80s that uh, and I became a part of that environment. And it got to a point where it was like, I better get out of this environment or I'm going to die at the <laughs> ripe old age of 17 years old. So um, that's how I got into dog grooming. And, and again, dogs literally saved my life. So and they might save yours, too. Yeah, you've always said that the dogs saved your life. Yeah, without question, man. Once, uh, once I realized that, uh, and I'm, I'm being serious. Once I realized I got to get away from this environment, I noticed that the most important thing around me was my dogs. I had two dogs at the time. I had a couple of cats, and I was saying to myself, in a very depressed state of mind, I was like, you know, the only thing I really love or that's keeping me stable right now is my dogs. And um, I would clip their nails and give them a bath. And I was really good at it. I was kind of a natural, you know. So I, I started to 
realize that, man, you know, I really love how it makes me feel. I love how taking care of my dogs makes me feel. So I talked to my sister at the time, my oldest sister, uh, God rest her soul, who basically raised me. Because again, anybody that knows me knows I grew up without a mom. Funny show, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I lost my mom when I was 11. So my sister really stepped up and filled that void. But she said, well, why don't you become a vet? And I said, a vet? Like, how do I do that? She goes, I don't know. You got to look into it. So I looked into it and it was basically eight years of school. And guys, I struggled passing first grade. So (laughs) eight years of school wasn't conducive with my brain. So I figured, well, what else is there? And I literally opened up the yellow pages and it was almost like one of those epiphanies where like I opened the book and I went to like G because I was looking for grooming and it went right to grooming schools. So I looked at it and there was a couple of grooming schools available. There weren't many at the time. I mean, you're talking about, I think, 1984, 85. And there was New York School of Dog Grooming. And then there was uh, Nash Academy of Animal Arts. So that drew my attention because I was like, academy. I like that. You know, like, wow, it's a dog grooming academy. Made me feel important. So I called <laughs> them up. <laughs> Made you feel important. Yeah. I called them up and I went to dog grooming school and that was it, you know, for me. Like I said, once I got there and I, I felt very comfortable, I still felt like it, it wasn't something I, I thought I could do. But, you know, there was girls there. I like girls. So, oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. And I was the only guy in the class. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll stick around, learn how to groom some dogs, talk to some girls or something. I don't know. I guess I can't blame you there. I mean, <laughs> my my friends make fun of me all the time for... uh watching The Bachelor. Oh, oh, well, excuse me. It's a show with 24 girls in bikinis. Why? Oh, yeah. How dare I watch this? Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You know, it's funny, too, that you mentioned that. I like The Bachelor. Not too fond of The Bachelorette, though. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. It's, you know, Bachelor's a little more appealing to me, I guess. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. I don't know, Bachelorette, you know, guys too. They're, 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 I, it's just testosterone and, you know. I like I watching, the only fun parts are when the guys get into fist fights. Yeah. That yeah. I like. And it's like, all right, and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 good. Like, I like the Bachelorette better because the girls, like, they don't get into fist fights, but they get into the, like, the cerebral, you know, emotional fights that are like, whoa. <laughs> Did you hear what she just said? The girls are just better <laughs> at it. They're, they're, the girls are just, I don't know, they're so much more entertaining to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like the stuff that I like the way they go about, you know, the challenge and, and landing the guy. Yeah. It's, it's much more calculated, to say the least. The only thing that upsets me about The Bachelor is there's always one girl from New Jersey and they never even make it very far. And that always that always makes me so mad because I, I automatically always root for whoever's from New Jersey and they're always out right away. I'm right like, away. Come on, what, man. What is that? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Come on. We got the best girls in the world in New yeah. Jersey. Jersey. Jersey girls, girls, are you kidding me? They're the best. Come on. Anyway. They're, they're <laughs> all, all the Jersey girls, they have that like, what is a Marissa Torme mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You really blend. Yeah. You blend. I love mm-hmm. Marissa Torme. She's, yeah. she's from New Jersey? I think so. I think she's a guidette from New Jersey. Um, we bet. She's one of our kind. I always thought Sandra Bullock was from Jersey, but she's not. And that was so upsetting to me. Yeah. I love Sandra for some reason. Yeah. She's great. I love, I love Marissa. Uh, I love uh, Leah Remini from. Uh, oh, Leah Remini is 
absolutely hysterical. She's like the typical Jersey girl too. Jersey, New York. Yeah. I like that. She always said that uh, <laughs> King of Queens that but she wasn't really acting very much that that's exactly how she is in, in real life so that's it was a fun character for her to play because she's not really playing a character it should say leah remini play as herself yeah <laughs> yeah scary yeah so yeah man so let's get back into this our little story here our, our grooming endeavor here and how how we broke in and and uh Again, I was that kid. I was that guy that always loved animals. And, um, and you know, when I got into the industry, it was growing. It was growing by leaps and bounds. Like uh, people were starting to really, I guess, I guess grooming started to evolve. It wasn't the typical go in, get your dog shaved down. Style started coming in and, and people started being... A little bit more talent was really coming through. Like, let's make these dogs look cute and uh, let's develop some different haircuts. And, uh, you know, you had people like um, Shirley Calstone putting out a poodle clipping book or Sam Cole was another big name in the industry that was putting out these books where if you went to grooming school, you were really learning different styles at the time uh, where I, I think prior to that, it, it was more very generic, like go in, get the dog shaved. And uh, like anything with the early 80s, style started to really hit the ground and, and uh, people were required a little bit more. You know, like if I'm going to pay, you know, at the time it was like 35. If I'm going to pay a whopping $35, well, I, I want my dog to look cute, you know. Um, yeah. So the standard, I think, started to really rise at that time. And there were a lot of grooming shows, Intergroom, of course, which is still around today. And, uh, you know, thank God for people like Joey Villani that kept things going and, and everyone else in the industry. Like, really, I can't tell you how much I thank you guys. Suzeko, Loretta, Kathy Rose, all, all everyone in the industry who has made such an impact on the industry and still does today and us as well. And uh, that's, I think that's part of our goal, Anthony, is to enhance this industry even more. And I think it's evolving from when I was younger, where it was like, let's raise the standard of grooming to now where let's make this a career choice. Now that the standard is high, let's make this a career choice. Let's get people to understand that dog grooming is absolutely necessary in this day and age. Oh, it's, and it absolutely is. It, it has grown. And we've said this plenty of times already too, uh, how, how much the industry itself has grown, the pet industry itself. So never mind the grooming industry has just it, it, on a daily basis, the grooming industry is just continuing to grow and we're a part of it. And that has really been the most gratifying part of this. The last uh, two years of us doing the show and doing our channel is the community that uh, we've seemed to build and, I mean, we have groomers uh, checking out our videos. Uh, I mean, there's actual discussions going on, and that's just another thing that is allowing this industry to continue to grow. All of the, the communities that, I mean, everybody is into dogs and pets and grooming and and yeah. just the pet industry alike. It, it's headline news. <laughs> everybody sure. is Everybody is talking about pets. Celebrities have pets, and, and, mm -hmm. and everybody's got a pet. I mean... Yeah. Down, down to fish. Everybody's got something that they like to take care of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and as we've always mentioned, too, in the past, where, like, is this for you? You know, is dog grooming for you? And there's one way to find that out. 
you know, do your research. Again, I love that we live in a day and age where you don't have to open up your, your phone book and thumb through yellow pages. Now, not only can you find out where schools are located, you can find out, you know, what their rate is and how, how they're rated. And, and uh, you, you know, you can find out what it entails to the T. When I went, again, like you visited the school, you really didn't know what the heck was going on. Uh, my first day visiting the school, I saw a bunch of people with dogs grooming the dogs as if they were doing it for 10 years. And I was like, I'll never be able to do that, you know. But nowadays, you really, with what the internet brings us, you can really do your research. You can find out if it's for you. And there's all different programs now, too. You don't necessarily have to be a full-fledged groomer. You can be, you know, a bather dryer, you know, uh, things like that. But again, find out if it's for you right off the bat. Guys, come on. You got to love animals. You just have to love animals, you know. Don't do this. Don't even try to do this if you're not passionate about dogs and cats. You got to love them for everything they are. You know, you got to be that type of person that says, you know, that ugly dog is so damn cute. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've, I've definitely said that plenty of times. You know, you just got to find the beauty in it all and you got to want to help. And it's not always good. God, there's so many like, you know, there's so many not so great things. You see dogs suffering. You see dogs that haven't been groomed for a really long time. Um, you see things that you really don't expect. And you say to yourself, all right, well, how can I help? You know, well, I can help by if I have the ability to shave this matted dog down, give it a bath and clip its nails and clean its ears. Hey, maybe I can make this dog feel better in an hour or so, a couple hours. And that's the part of it that's so rewarding. Is it fun? Absolutely not. If you're looking to get into dog grooming because you think it's going to be fun, guys, do your research. It's not fun. It's work. It's rewarding. Very rewarding. Probably one of the most rewarding careers out there because you are helping. But fun? Uh -uh. No. No way. I wouldn't call it fun. Me and you throughout the day when we're working, we try to laugh as much as possible that just to keep our own sanity because as we've said in past episodes, dogs feed off of our energy. So me and you have to, luckily we do have each other throughout the day to keep each other calm so the dogs don't get stressed or anything like that. But uh, it's work even doing that. It's like we have to, you know, you, know, you guys know us at this point. We'll, I'll randomly say a funny movie quote from Dumb and Dumber or something like that just to make yeah. my dad laugh and, uh, right. <laughs> you know, just to help you uh, stay calm. Obviously, it's no secret me and you use comedy as uh, for whatever we need need it for to relax, to uh, just just to feel something good, to laugh a little bit. But the grooming process itself is very not fun. It's very strenuous and it's it's very scary because you don't want to hurt the dogs. Obviously, you don't want to hurt yourself, which I have, which you have. Uh, I think we're on hernia number three. Yeah, got another yeah, hernia. Got another guys. hernia. Fantastic. It's hernia three. Hernia number three. It's like, uh, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a movie. Hernia three. <laughs> the Bulge. <laughs> Hernia three. The Bulge. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be out this summer. You think they're going to make a Hernia four? I don't know. Probably. I don't know, man. It's doing well at the box office. Yeah, it's doing well at the box They just keep making them, so they're probably going to make a Hernia four. The bulge. Yeah, hernia four. We might have to wait till twenty twenty four, but right now twenty nineteen. Apparently, apparently hernia three. <laughs> it's like mambo number five. 
<laughs> yeah. One, it's two, it's uh, three, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, you know, believe it or not, guys, that is it's not even a joke. It's you could look forward to having that. I know two other groomers that have severe hernias because you're standing all day and you're in really awkward positions all the time and you're lifting dogs you're bending over a grooming table bending over a tub uh you're constantly shifting your weight and as as time uh, goes on and you become 54 years old it gets harder and harder you kind of have to base yourself around that part of it too that reality it is a young person's career not to say that a midlifer can't do it you can, but you may want to kind of alter. You may not be able to do as many dogs or, or you know, you may not be able to do big dogs anymore as we're kind of not taking too many big dogs anymore. But it is a young person's job. So as far as longevity, you got to incorporate that into it. We're very fortunate here. Though. I, I want, and again, I want to thank you guys. I want to, I want to thank our producer, Mark Winter, because again, as you guys know, Mark is a friend of ours. We've known Mark for a very, very long time. Our sons were, you know, born at the same day, and and we shared a hospital room uh, with Mark, and that's how I met Mark. And ironically, Mark and I didn't talk for many, many years, and then ironically, all of a sudden, I'm a dog groomer. And Mark has Pet Life Radio, and we have a podcast all of a sudden. So I don't know what it is, but the stars just aligned, and I'm so, so grateful for that. And and we have so many resources where we're able to bring this stuff to you. And I think it's our way or uh, of trying to give back to the industry and to, to anything, uh, to what has been given to me, where we want to make, give you guys some information on this industry. I don't know much about anything else. Uh, it, it, for me, it's hernias and dog grooming. Uh, yeah. So it's about all I know. But well, if you guys I, I, have any hernia questions, <laughs> feel free oh. to ask. He could, he could answer all of them for you. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Any hernia questions at all, give well, me a buzz, guys. Send them our way, absolutely. Send me some pictures. I'll tell you where we know what to do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, again, I don't know a whole lot, but I do know about dog grooming. And, um, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for you guys listening because apparently, again, our listeners are increasing. And uh, so thank you. Thanks for tuning into our YouTube videos. If you guys are interested in seeing us, just go to uh, Grooming by Rudy on YouTube and um, you can check out our videos. And uh, again, guys, just so appreciative. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, the stars just seem to continue to align. We're so fortunate with this. uh, I've had my passion for editing in high school and all these years later, Everything just sort of clicked. It was all of a sudden, I remember you said, why don't we start filming some of these dog grooming? You've always said that, really. And, um, you know, me and you were just looking for that extra, you know, there was something missing. And all of a sudden, I remember the day you were like, you know, I'm going to go price out some cameras because we've been talking about doing filming some groomings and uh, YouTube has become such a great platform. And this has been uh, granted a very scary last two years but uh we just hit our second year on youtube and it just went so well like we again we're so fortunate we didn't you know we had to do the grind and everything that first thousand subscribers is apparently one of the hardest things to do but again just so we were just so fortunate because yeah. i don't really remember sitting around with 20 subscribers for very long i feel like before we knew it we had 100 and yeah and, and then not and too long after that 500 and then a thousand and it was like wow we are up and running let's go mm-hmm. and now we're coming up on 10 yeah we're coming up on ten thousand subscribers and again just the stars align 
And, uh, and I think, you know, if uh, anybody out there is interested in dog grooming, the stars will align for you too. The one thing about this industry is, is it's so rewarding. And listen, if I die tomorrow, I would just feel like fulfilled, honestly, because of my career choice. Again, I don't know how it happened. I didn't seek to be a dog groomer. But I am one, and I love every second of it. And and if you guys are fortunate to have a son or a daughter that you could do a podcast with and do stand-up comedy with and do a YouTube channel with, you know, God bless yeah. you because yes. I have that too. <laughs> God just loves me. Yeah, he loves you. He doesn't like your abdomen no, because he just no. keeps giving you another hernia. But other than that, yeah. he's, he's got your back. He's got my back. He doesn't have my front. Doesn't have your front, yeah. but he's got your back. He's got my back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God. Thanks. But um, listen, what we're going to do here is we, got, we have to take a quick break. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to sum up the show. We do have our funny segment, funny comment segment. So uh, let us take a break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, talk a little bit more on Groomer Humor. Hey there, pet parents. Michelle Fern here. You know, as busy pet parents, we often forget about our own needs. And, you know, we need to take care of ourselves so we can reach our goals and make our lives that much more fulfilling. Well, there's something that is there to make it better for you, and that's called BetterHelp Online Counseling. You can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, and it's super convenient. You can use desktop, you can use mobile device, and it's iPhone and Android friendly. You can also use a video session. You can use chat or text, whatever you choose. They hook you up with one of their many counselors. They have over 3,000 licensed therapists across the United States. These licensed professionals specialize in depression, anger, family conflict, anxiety, insomnia, trauma, grief. They cover everything. Now, Pet Life Radio has a special discount for you. You'll save 10% off your first month with the discount code PETLIFE. Go ahead and connect with BetterHelp.com and start making your life even that much better. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor on PetLifeRadio.com. I am Anthony Ray, along with my dad, Rudy V., Kind of been an all-over-the-place kind of show, as usual. Uh, we don't like to structure them too much because uh, the more off the rails they go, the better. So we've talked about everything from how, why, when we got into the grooming industry. We talked about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked a little Marissa Tomei. <laughs> little hernia. Yeah, a little bit of hernia talk. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's been an interesting one. But we definitely wanted to discuss a little bit that grooming. Not the yeah. funnest thing in the world, but definitely a gratifying, rewarding career choice and we love that the grooming industry has turned into 
a career choice. And it wasn't always, and it has evolved into what it is today. And we're a part of it. And we're fortunate to be able to bring you guys a show about it and a YouTube channel about it. We even do some comedy about it from time to time. Funny stories always happen here at the shop. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Listen, anybody out there looking to get into this, uh, I think you should ask yourself a couple of questions. Number one, do you love dogs? You know, you need a checklist and that's got to be a big yes. Do you love dogs? Are you good with your hands? Are you physically able? You know, you kind of have to be physically able. Uh, You know, it's very taxing on your body. Are you good with people? You got to talk to people. You have to comfort people. You have to make them feel like they can trust you with their dog. You know, it may not be for everybody, but if it is for you, we urge you, do your research, get out there, become a dog groomer. It's a great career. You will love it. You will love the career because it's so rewarding. But yeah, like Anthony was saying, we didn't, uh, this show wasn't scripted at all. This is really coming from the heart. And we are, uh, again, so fortunate to be able to bring it to you. And uh, we hope that in the future, that dog grooming becomes even more of an option, especially for you young people out there. I started young. I was 19 years old. Um, and if you could start this career young and you play your cards right, you could actually make a lot of money too. You know, if you, uh, you know, you invest some money and you, you know, you, you do the right thing and you save and, uh, you, you know, you can really, you can do well with this business. I, I don't know that you're going to be a multimillionaire or anything, but you know what? You will do well. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, you got to have your ducks in a row for this, you know, depends where you live too. Yeah. Uh, some, you know, yeah. we live in New Jersey. So luckily, you know, it's a double edged sword sort of, um, you know, we have, there's a lot, a lot of pets in New Jersey, but New Jersey is also very expensive. So it's kind of good and bad at the same time. It depends on where you live. You know, California is another one where, you know, it's very expensive, but man, the, you know, you'll be grooming celebrities dogs over there if you get sure. any kind of a following. And uh, now you're and, and yes, it's very expensive to live in California, but those grooming prices are very up there, very expensive over there. So, you know, you got it depends where you're where you're at too Um, and here's the other good thing too it doesn't cost a whole lot of money to start a grooming shop either listen you're going to need some equipment but you could probably generally start a grooming business for probably about ten thousand maybe fifteen not including you know your store that you might have to rent or anything like that but equipment wise you know you need some cages some grooming tables some some clippers some scissors you know with some decent equipment but again, how many businesses do you know that you could start for about ten grand? It's it, not many. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I heard it costs like one hundred and fifty grand to open up like a liquor store. Oh. So yeah, it's one of those careers that you can you can really start off with not a whole lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I but my friend Christina, my uh, who I live with. Uh, she, uh, I've mentioned her plenty of times on the show. She's the owner of the ger- the beautiful German Shepherd that's in our promo picture on PetLifeRadio.com. Yeah, she's opening a pierogi shop, and, and and it's it's very expensive. It's insane. It's so it's so difficult to open a business. So yeah, you're absolutely right. That grooming is actually one of the lesser ones, believe it or not. It sounds like yeah. it'd be more one of the more expensive yeah. ones, but uh, not really. It's not yeah. it's not that bad. Now, what you need with grooming is talent. You yeah. need talent. That's, and that's, that's and that's that's what we urge here. That you need it is an art. It is an art form like any other art form and it, and it's a very difficult art form. It's one that you uh you don't acquire quickly. It's, you have to learn how to do this. Um but you need talent and um yeah. and patience. And, 
and patience, a lot of patience. So if you guys ever are, are curious, check out some of the grooming shows. If there's a grooming show in your area, I urge you to attend. There's always Intergroom up here in New Jersey. Uh, there's another grooming show in Las Vegas coming up. I forget the name of it, but uh, it's coming up soon. It's I think it's next month sometime or in August, rather. Go to a grooming show so you can see the raw talent <laughs> you know, that's taking place and you, you'll be in awe of what people are doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But uh, what, all right, we got to sum up this show though because we're running out of time. But we got our funny comment here. I'm a professional. I like this one. This one. Mm. Uh, this one's a good one. This person said, "How come you guys don't talk about politics or sports on your podcast?" Okay. I don't know if the word groomer humor <laughs> comes into play there. Um. You know, but because we're a grooming show, (laughs) that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Neither of those things have anything to do with grooming or humor, really. I mean, we're Mets fans, if that counts as comedy, Um, but uh, there's not really much to discuss there anyway. Yeah. So Um, as far as the sports are concerned, being that we're Mets fans, ah, that's, you know, listen, unless you want me to do like, (laughs) unless you want me to do like a poodle top knot on Trump's head or something, there you go. You know, maybe I can swing something like that. You know, (laughs) we know we can get into politics that way, but uh, yeah. Politics, not my strong suit. I'm not no. a big uh, political guy. I don't know guy. what the heck I'm know. talking about I don't, when it comes you know, to politics. I don't either. You know, I, I'm just not one of those, you know. No, I, I, tr- I tried to watch Bill Maher yeah. a couple years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe like maybe this will teach me a little something. I had no idea what they were talking about. kind of <laughs> just wasted an hour. And, and they're cracking up on the show. They're, and yeah. it seemed funny. You know, Bill, yeah. it was on HBO, so there was cursing and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, wow, this, this is kind of funny. What, what the heck are you guys yeah, you, talking about? Yeah, you I feel no stupid. Idea. Yeah, um, I, it, yeah. I'm that guy that's like, you know, yeah, man, Trump is amazing. I'm like, yeah, Trump, man. Yeah, he's so good. And then, you know, yeah, I can't stand Trump. I can't stand right. Yeah, Trump's horrible. Yeah, he sucks. I just I say whatever. What's going on. <laughs> I say whatever anybody I, yep. wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't have any arguments with anybody <laughs> that are political because I don't know what I'm talking about. I, don't I, I talking have about no you. idea. No. I, yeah, he's a jerk. What do you do? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't the, I know he I tweets a lot. Yeah. I know he tweets a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he tweets a tweets lot of football stuff. stuff, actually. Maybe that's where this question came from. I know President Trump tweets a lot of football stuff or something like that, or he did something along those lines. So, yeah, maybe this guy was like, yeah, why don't you talk about that? Politics and politics and, and football. Yeah. Well, to answer that person's comment, like you just you might want to uh, tune into what well, what are they? Uh, something in Mike and Mike or something? Wh- yeah. Mike Francesa, you know, that's a sports yeah. guy. Those um, guys. You, know, you go with them. You know, yeah, but, politics. Uh, uh, you, you can listen to some seven ten a.m. Yeah, W fan or whatever that used to be the Mets. Now it's all politics. I think. Yeah, you can check them out. Um, I don't think their shows are called groomer humor, <laughs> no. so you might be look. You might get more what you're looking for there. I don't. Yeah, exactly. They're not called groomer humor on Pet Life Radio. <laughs> I, again, Pet Life Radio. Yeah. Um, but 
if you do want to hear about grooming, then then yeah, then tune into us. Yeah. We, we we love to have. We can try our hand at calling our show MetLife Radio. <laughs> um, you know, nobody would tune in. Nobody would tune into that. It's the thing. We can't even. I can't talk about any sports. Oh, here's my teams: the Knicks. Okay, yeah, good, 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 good <laughs> luck there. Here, I'll talk about sports for you real quick. I'm a Knicks, Jets, and Mets fan. Goodbye. Oh boy, there's <laughs> yeah. not a whole lot of win in there. So nah, nah. Yeah. Gro- so, yeah. Groomer humor. Groomer. groomer humor. Yep. Granted, we did just talk about Marissa Tomei and Bachelor and Bachelorette for a few minutes, but uh, it, but again, it was humorous. That was we think so anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for stopping by. As always, we like to thank our producer Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe. We want to hear from all you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure. And until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's talk pets every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>